Dimangan heard his name and came when he was called. He stood amid a press of people. Like him, they were all Sanbunas, children of the Sanbu Islands, and specifically of the island's greatest port, Lisan City. Like him, they boasted beautiful dark brown skin and hair the blue-black of a raven's breast. Like him, they wore clothes of light, loose-cut linen to protect from the city's unrelenting humidity. But unlike him, they were all moving and flashing him irritated looks while he stood in their midst like a particularly dumb rock in a stream. Mong! The high, loud voice called again. Tala. Small as she was, he couldn't quite pick her out in the crowd just yet, but his sister's voice was unmistakable. He blinked and stepped back into the moment. Sorry, he said, tipping his cap to the nearest person and sliding past them. They frowned at him as he flashed his scalp, which he'd shaved to fight the summer heat. He ignored them and hustled along. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He jostled his way through the weekend crowd, pouring in and out of the shops on either side of the street. Foot traffic was supposed to be confined to the sidewalks, but the people of Lisan City were notoriously blasé about sidewalks. The occupying Tomodanese troops and the colonial governor, the Daito, had tried to crack down on this when automobiles and streetcars had first been introduced to Lisan City's roads back when Dimangan was a kid. But even under occupation, Sambunas were a stubborn people. And eventually, the Daito had realized some fights just weren't worth having. Hoi! Mong! Tala called again, and at last he saw her. His little sister was ten, half a lifetime removed from his own age, and as much a surprise to his parents as she'd been to him. But while she barely came up to his waist, she carried herself with the stiffness and seriousness of a woman thrice her age and size. They shared their mother's angular face, but Dimangan could already tell she was going to grow up looking more like their father. She had his broad shoulders, his wide nose, his semi-permanent scowl. You're slow today, she said, cuffing him on the thigh when he finally caught up to her. What's going on with you? That was his dear Lala, inconveniently sharp. Nothing's going on with me he tried gamely. You're a shitty liar, she said. There was no malice to how she said it, but the bluntness still made it sting a little. I don't suppose there's any point in trying to get you to mind your language, Dimangan said, sighing. You're shitty at changing the subject, too. She turned to scan the thick crowds, Every time Ina and Ama send us shopping, you practically skip here. Today, it feels like a full team of shades wouldn't be able to keep your voice down, Dimangan said, casting a wary glance around. Talking about shade packing wasn't exactly outlawed, but actually doing it was, 
and the Tomo Danese weren't terribly discerning when it came to differentiating suspected treason from the real thing. There aren't any steel hounds. I already checked, Tala said, rolling her eyes. And you're changing the subject again. Does it have to do with Aijia? Dimangan froze at the mention of the fruit seller's son. Like he'd said, inconveniently sharp.